What's up, gang? What up, dope? Hey, guys. What's up, jerks? It's me, Jake Esso. And I'm ro- rolling, uh, rolling dolo for another installment of so in this installment of beyond of what did i confessions confessions of a basement dweller i will be reviewing the second part of the michonne telltale game experience it's the second part of a three-part telltale games mostly are five parters so this is sort of a short shortened uh, experience which is fine so we leave off if you haven't played the game go play it because it's fun uh, i gave the first episode like four four point five justice four point five out of five it was really sort of fun it was cool to see and play as michonne and the second one i have to say i've played all three now and i think the second episode this episode is my favorite of them all it starts off with a bunch of action, and then it ends with a really sort of interesting, difficult choice to make, which Telltale often does, which is cool, which is one of the reasons why I like playing these games, because i rather make difficult choices in a virtual world than have to make them in my own, my own re-roll rife. So with that said... You start as Michonne. Oh, man. You start as Michonne, and you're with uh, Sam, the girl, the girl named Sam, and you have to get out of Monroe, which is uh, that boat town where you're left, where you're left tied up, and Sam's brother's killed in the past uh, episode. No spoilers. So you got to hurry up and get the hell out of there, you know, before, uh, before the block gets hot. If you got drugs, you should probably smoke them. Uh, so yeah, this is a really interesting episode. You have to escape Monroe, and you uh, basically Samantha says you can get back to her house, which is on the mainland. And, and uh, in the very beginning of this, you have a tough choice where Pete, who's sort of the level-headed member of the group, suggests that he just goes and talks to them and like works it out. And you have to choose to let Pete go or to sort of pull him back into the boat and have him stay. And like I say, I always play through twice. The first time I played it, I had Pete stay because I like Pete and I don't want him to get hurt. So we escape on a boat and we end up on the mainland and uh, there's zombies, there's walkers everywhere and you have to get out of there. So she, Michonne does her patented like uh, walker pets thing and shows Samantha how to do it. And when Pete's there, you know, Pete's not doing it because, you know, if you did choose to have him stay, he wouldn't have been there to learn it. So you're getting through the walkers, and then all of a sudden, shots coming at you from Randall and the boys. They're shooting at you. Randall's the uh, sort of the governor of this story, if you will. Sort of the Negan, not quite as Negan-ish, but he's definitely governor of the story. His sister's in charge, Norma, of course, but he's definitely the enforcer. And he, they're chasing, they're giving chase to Michonne and, and the boys there. <laughs> so they have to, they're going through all the walkers, they're dodging bullets, you know, and they're running through the forest and they get to this old radio tower that's like half collapsed and on the side of a sort of cliffside and sam says that they have to climb it up very carefully because her and her brother would use that to go up and down but it's very old and rickety as they're climbing sure enough randall and the boys catch up 
and start firing at them. And as Michonne, you have to sort of choose what way you're going to climb up and you have to sort of do some quick time uh, reaction stuff to grab on when you fall and dodge bullets and this sort of thing. And uh, as you get over the sort of edge of the cliff, sure enough, uh, you're shot at, but it hits uh, Samantha. And Samantha is shot right in the shoulder. And she's fading fast. So you have to get her to her house. She's guiding you barely because she's losing blood. And you end up having to sort of carry her the, the rest of the way. And as you get to the door, there's an armed guard who ends up becoming a friend later, which often happens. You know, guards become friends. And uh, you you argue with her because she's like, how do I know you didn't shoot her? How do I know you're going to, we let you in and you'll kill us all for God's sakes. And she's like, look, bitch, she took a bullet for me. I, she saved my life. You got to let her in or she's going to die. And of course she lets you in. And once you're on the other side of, which is quite a large gate and barricade, you know, which is looks man-made, uh, you're in Samantha's house and Samantha needs medical attention. So there's a whole sequence of you as Michonne sort of treating this bullet wound and she find that Samantha has two brothers and as you're treating Samantha her father comes and is like what the fuck is going on and you're like look dude you want to help or you want to bugger off because I gotta save a girl here Charlie and he's like oh shit okay and there's literally it gets really deep on the whole bullet extraction thing it reminds me of um the sequence where Clem has to heal or put stitches in in the first, in the second season of Walking Dead, you literally are like taking the sutures and sticking them through her skin and her arm, and you're doing that with Sam. You have to like clean the wound, then you have to get in there with pliers and like or uh, forceps, whatever, and open up the wound, and then you have to dig in there with pliers and pull out the bullet, and then you have to get a hot poker from the fireplace and like jab it into her open fleshy shoulder and try to burn it closed and it's quite quite the to do you're sort of like wow i'm a real doctor just like in the movies and so you have to let her heal up and that's when you start having a conversation with her dad who's guilt-ridden and then you have to tell her that yes your son uh jonas i can't remember his name was killed he was killed uh back at the monroe boat town and he's like, why would you let this happen? And she's like, hey, dude, I brought you back your daughter at least. You got to give me some chocolates or a slice of pizza or something, man. Come on, man. I'm hungry. And he's like, no, I won't. And she's like, please. And he's like, okay. And so then you're going around. You're talking to the people, getting to know them, the girl that you met. And you kind of confide in her that you were going to kill yourself because you find out that Samantha's mom, who's not in the picture, killed herself because she had a some sort of disease that she knew she would die from and she didn't want to come back as a walker. And it's all very dramatic. There's a grave out in the front yard where they buried the, the mother and there's two little boys. You sort of talk to them. Michonne has another one of her visions, which is intense. You know, she sees her daughters and this time you actually have to like answer the phone or you have to go outside. And if you answer the phone, it's her friend, Michonne's friend saying that she had the kids and now they're gone. And if you go outside, uh, something else happens. You see a woman with a baby and you're like, wait, I'm not infected. And then all these walkers come in the hallway and then you wake up and you're back in real time. And what happens? So, uh, you go outside and start talking to her dad 
and he's like, did my son become one of those little guys? And you're like, yes. So you can say yes, you can say no. I said, yeah, dude, he totally became a zombie. Sorry, you probably shouldn't have asked that because I don't like to lie in these games. And he's talking, he's like, oh, I'm such a failure. Then boom, headshot. Dude's instant death. Half his head's gone. And sure enough, it's Randall and the boys. And they found the house. And there's three or four of them. And then you go into action mode and you get to a, a chance to take out some guys and some pretty cool effects. You have to kill one guy with a shotgun and then you kill another guy with an axe or your machete or something. It's real cool. After that, you actually have a real tussle with Randall and you're in the garage. And you end up, you know, subduing Randall with uh, Samantha's help or with, I can't remember the other girl's name, help help from her. And you put Randall's hands in a vice to sort of, you know, restrain him. And Randall's got his hands in this freaking vice and you're twisting it and torturing him. And then a call comes in on the radio and it's Norma and you choose to talk to her or not. I chose to talk to her and you basically make this sort of deal where she's like, if Randall's hurt, you're going to be in real fucking shit. And like Randall's really fucked up. And uh, so you're like, shit. And what happens is Samantha wants to kill Randall because she, he just killed her dad. And then you're like beating him and punching him and you can choose to stop or you can choose to tighten the vice and fuck his hands up more. And, you know, have some fun with it. Choose whatever you want to do. And then the time comes where you have to choose if, because uh, Randall really gets under your skin and it gives you a choice. Do you kill Randall or do you keep him alive as a bartering chip? And if, you know, and you choose. I chose to, well, I think I killed him the first time. Or maybe I, I let him live and I kill him. I play it twice. So I let him live the one time because I thought he'd be better as a bargaining chip. But if you do kill him, that also comes into play in the third episode. So they leave you on a little cliffhanger. It's a very entertaining episode of this game. And uh, next installment from Confessions of will be episode three, the dramatic conclusion of Michonne's Telltale Walking Dead. So thanks for listening. You guys are jerks. Let's get high and see you later.